Welcome to Economy Class, where backseat flying and front seat shit talking is what we do best. Oh, hi guys! <laughs> I just hit it. I just hit the record. Hi oh, guys! Okay. No, no, I, I, uh, I've made you know the New Year's resolution to not start recording before you know that we're recording. So. <laughs> well, I appreciate that because I never fucking know. But it's fine. No. It's fine. I think it makes no. for a good it makes for a good kickoff, I guess. I don't know. No, um, I'm not I'm, We I'm, made I'm, it. Oh. The last day of twenty twenty. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, I kinda almost I don't know. I feel like this year can <laughs> Bye, bitch. Is basically <laughs> right. Suck a dick. <laughs> okay. In the style bitch. of Kristen Doty, suck a dick. Suck Please a dick. go away. <laughs> Bye. Because I'm over it. I can't take much more. Too much shit has happened. I can't believe some of the things that actually happened in 2020. Like it's been so long that it's like we were talking about this before. How it's like. How did that happen in 2020? I know. Like, all of this, like, all of season eight of Venom from Rules happened in 2020. Oh it does not feel like it. No, it really Because Venom from Rules didn't come back until January this time. And, like, usually when it's, like, November, December. Right. They waited until January. All of Venom from Rules. Season 8 happened in 2020. That's insane. How? And then so much has happened. We have so many pregnancies. So many people were fired. People leaving. Well. Oh, my gosh. Allegedly deciding to leave. Yeah, allegedly, but we're actually terminated. Um, Right. Well, speaking of those two. Oh. So, you know what's funny? I was going, I was, you know, just scrolling through Instagram yesterday, uh-huh. and I don't know, someone posted a picture of Brittany, and I was like, oh, that's a cute photo, and clearly it was a repost uh, from Brittany, so I was like, I, I, so that, but they didn't tag her, so I'm looking her up, and nothing's popping up. Uh, I'm like, huh? What? Brittany blocked me. <gasps> she did? Yeah. Oh my god! But you know what's funny? Jax unblocked me. Well, that's what I'm like. What I'm like, the fuck? I'm like, <laughs> Jax unblocked you. Wow. And then Brittany blocked me. What do you What do you think it was? What do you think it was? Honestly, I was talking to my friend about it. She's like, "Well, maybe Brittany's just mad because you posted more about Sassy and Lala's pregnancy than her." No, that can't be. No, I don't know. That can't be it. I, I don't. I honestly. I don't care. It is what it is. It is what it is. Well, just what up? Like I, I mean, yes. Was that am I a fan of Britney? Yes, but it's not like it doesn't hurt me that much. It's not like now if Ariana blocks me, I'd be we'd be having a ceremony. You'd be you. I would. It would be to. like yeah, like it would be a whole thing, oh right? Oh my god! I don't yeah. really care. And then she's off the show anyway, so really, who gives a fuck? Because I won't be posting about her much more. Uh, when her baby comes, I'll post the congratulations, even though she won't see it. Oh, my God. And that's it. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Oh, my God. That's crazy. I know, right? It's so weird. Well. But I really don't know. And, I mean, I can't even talk about the countless rants I went on for 
defending her. I mean, even Lala said something about it on her podcast, about my account specifically, for how I'm always defending the girls. But Wow. Wow. That's cool. On the podcast she did with Brittany. But you know what? It's okay. Really? She she did? She gave you a yeah. shout out? Oh my god. That's so sweet. I well, who knows? But you know Who cares? No, it no, is what it is. I yeah. mean all this shit that happened in twenty twenty. <laughs> is that the worst? I mean, no. I guess, I guess, you know, just exactly. It's like, you can't, you don't sound like you're taking it super personally or super hard. And I think that's the best way to handle any sort of social media shit. But, but that doesn't mean that it like, you totally do sound fine. But like, yeah. I think that, I think it's important to address <laughs> for people's mm. mental health. Social media can fuck you up. Like, like, if, if you were super sad or upset about it, I would totally get it. You know what I mean? Like, because you would just... It's just, like, a kind of like a punch in the gut. Like, oh, fuck. Like, right. Especially when there's so many there's so many fan accounts. Well, people that pose as fan accounts. When they're really there just to bash them. When I can say, unlike mine, who I've never been there to bash any of the cast members. Right. If they've yeah. done something wrong, of course I'm going to say something. Yeah. But besides that, my account was about building them up because... There were so many people building them down. Yeah. So I know I have nothing to feel sorry for. I, I've even stopped myself from sharing, like, all of that season six mess. Because I, 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 I even, <laughs> on throwbacks now, I don't even tag the cast. Because I don't want them to get all the hate. Right, right. Um, so sense. I don't even tag the cast anymore in throwbacks. I might just tag them in photos or something, but I don't even tag, like, in, like, crazy. Like, if it's, like, a fun throwback, then I'll tag them. But if it's, like, something where I know they might get hate for it, I won't tag them. Yeah. But I haven't posted any of the whole Faith Jacks cheating on Brittany with Faith thing, and I was like, well, fuck it. She won't see it anyway. <laughs> well, yeah. Now I can post it. I mean, I guess. I guess what's interesting to me is, like, you were so on Britney's side. I mean, you've gone out on a limb for Britney many times, and I'm not saying even that she did it. Uh, sometimes people just do it, like, in, unintentionally. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. she, maybe she didn't even mean to. I mean, the only thing I can think of, like, where it would make sense is that there were people shitting on her. I don't read the comments as much anymore, so I wouldn't see it. She could have just blocked me. Just so she didn't have so to she see, wouldn't it. see it. Yeah, or I don't know. So just who knows? She's also pregnant. Like, there's, right. there's a lot of emotions going on in there. Like, uh, you know, like uh, I was so like we've talked about before. Like how I was so, so sad when Jax blocked me, and it it just makes you feel kind of like you want to fix it or something, right? Like maybe I mean you probably don't because you you have a tougher skin than me. Like, but like, <laughs> but like I just remember I was like, how do I fix? I can't even re you know you can't reach out to them anymore because they blocked you so um and anyways yeah I I feel for you but you sound like you're doing fine so I I, I don't know yeah no it's weird though because you because even in our last episode I thought was it our last or maybe it was the second to last anyway where you were like basically you address like how people are um, like body shaming her right now and how you were just like, that's disgusting. I've seen you even post uh -huh. about it. So it's not even just, um, not just on our podcast, but like on your, like on your Twitter account. Like, so I don't know, but anyway, wow. I am kind of shocked. That's crazy. Well, <clears throat> 
Um, <laughs> I yeah, I, I I I don't know what to say about that. Yeah, me either. So moving on, let's Mo- talk about. I there's really nothing else to talk about when the band of Rose universe. <laughs> I mean, oh well. Actually, I just it reminded me of Stassi's post recently, and maybe I'll just pull it up because. So Stassi posted last night, actually, or yesterday, she posted that picture of herself where she looks like she's been crying, and here's what Stassi says, everyone. She said, real talk, pregnancy is hard. I don't feel like myself. I don't feel attractive. I feel like I'm only good for making a baby. I feel like I have zero control over anything. I'm uncomfortable and it's painful to move around, and my emotions are so all over the place, I feel insane. I've received lots of DMs from people telling me I complain too much and should shut up and just be thankful I'm pregnant. I've never been more thankful for anything. Being a mother was my biggest dream, and I can't wait to meet my daughter, but I'm still allowed to struggle with it. Why is there so much pressure on pregnant women to be superheroes? Can we stop that now? And this, like, broke my heart because (laughs) I'm just like, people are giving you shit, like, while you're pregnant. That's so annoying and so fucked up, but, like... I was really proud of her for posting that because... Me too. Yeah, because it's like no makeup. She is clearly emotional in this picture. Um, In a sweat, in her cozies. uh, Like, just being real. And she's basically just admitting that this isn't easy for her. And um, that her mental health has been, like, affected by being pregnant, which I think any... I've never been pregnant, but I can only imagine if it's if it's anything close to your period, which I'm imagining it's actually probably, like, ten times... Woo! Ten times worse, like... I'm not ready. It's, <laughs> it's probably really bad. Um, you know, so if you're, if you're one of those people that are sending her DMs, just maybe think about it. Think twice. Right. Think about, like, your worst day, and then imagine getting a DM from someone saying, just shut up and fucking suck it up. Right. Also, also, not to cut you off. No. But if you also want those people messaging me about how I'm still posting sassy and she's not a part of the show, I don't understand why this account is posting, it's because I fucking can, Brenda. Exactly. There's an easy effect to one following an account. And if you don't like <laughs> that, I'm going to post Sassy. You can fucking unfollow me because guess what? I'm going to post Sassy. <coughs> you can be mad at her and choose not to forgive her for what she already apologized for. That's fine. You're entitled to your feelings. You're entitled to hate her. You're entitled to dislike her. Right. I don't give a fuck. Okay? <laughs> the, th- the difference is I'm not judging you for feeling that way towards Sassy. So don't judge me for, for, for feeling, feeling the way the, I feel. The other way. I know. But I'm not judging you for having hate in your heart. Don't judge me for being the complete fucking opposite. Having love. That's the difference between me and you. Right. Exactly. Like, <clears throat> sorry guys. As you can hear, I'm like slowly dying as we speak. Oh, <laughs> fuck. I've been, I'm not, I'm COVID negative, but I have a nasty cold and I sound like. Right now, I actually feel like my voice is shaking, and I sound like the old lady in Titanic, but um, <coughs> but I'm going to try to hold it together for this podcast. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Okay. Yeah. Um, I feel like people have just gotten nastier online. Like, nastier, maybe maybe it's just me. I, mean, I feel like someone, no, you know, but... No. 
They have, and I think because I think it's starting to show now because like we're in the middle of a pandemic. Twenty twenty has sucked. <laughs> Why do you make time out of your day in this sucky ass year to make other people feel worse? Like shit. It like it makes it worse because <laughs> everybody's like, damn, everybody's looking for some kind of hope, and yet here goes this motherfucking troll from who the fuck knows Louisiana <laughs> coming on your account to attack you. For breathing. It doesn't make any sense. And the shit year that we've had, just stop. Seriously. Which, um, oh my gosh, you guys, I'm so sorry. This is gross. <laughs> this is disgusting. Um, I would just like to quickly, I know you don't watch it, but I have to give a quick shout out to my new favorite, Rachel Hargrove, the chef on Below Deck right now, because she, she is like the throwback to real reality TV gold. Like, she's just, like, no filter. She's been going... Sometimes I don't even know... I don't even know, like, what she's talking about, because I've, I've put my notifications on for her, and I'll, like, wake up, and I'll see, like, Chef Rachel Hargrove tweeted, and it's, like... It's, like... <laughs> here's one of them. Someone tweeted a live look at drunk Rachel, and they're probably, like like her like some of these people I think like her but she just goes off at him she goes aren't you special like you found a meme here's a banana (laughs) (laughs) and then another one is like another one says Izzy, you can't, couldn't handle interior because you were basically lazy, and now you think that gives you the right to shoot off your mouth. So this isn't even addressed at Rachel, and it's a gif of um, Gordon Ramsay saying, oh, fuck off. And then Rachel responded, how come Gordon Ramsay gets to say this shit and I can't? <laughs> She's just, like, going up. But anyway, to, to just, like, quickly, like, catch anyone up that hasn't been watching this, just a quick recap, Chef Rachel is a legend. And I'm not even saying I agree with what she did, but she has done something no one's ever done before, and she just basically was like, <coughs> got the preference sheet, which was like full of really in- intense demands, and she was like, yeah, fuck this, I'm not doing it, I'm gonna go. <coughs> and she leaves. And everyone was like shocked. Like, she just was like, just start swearing. She's like flicking off the camera guy. She's like, no, no. <coughs> But then she comes back the next day, tail between her legs, and she says to the Captain Lee, like, I'm sorry, I fucked up, I was really unprofessional, and I know you might not take me back, but it was also, to her credit, it was also, like, right when COVID was starting, so she's hearing from her boyfriend in Italy, like, I can't come visit you, like, she's, like, crying, because she's just, like, this is really hard, and he's, like... You know, I can't because right now we can't even leave the country. Like, I don't know if you know what's going on because they're in the middle of the fucking ocean. And so she's, you know, definitely, like, as emotional as we all were when we started hearing about the pandemic. But, like, a really good point that people are bringing up is, like, so the bosun is Eddie. And I think a lot of people loved, like, I like Eddie. I loved Eddie. But he pulled some shit in his last season before coming back. Um, I think it was, like six seasons or four seasons ago or something anyway where he was like sleeping with one of the um one of the stews but he didn't want anyone to know because he had a girlfriend and she granted she was pretty wild and and off the off the charts like intense but also we've all been there and so a lot of especially women were like well what a fucking piece of shit because he 
like gaslit her and when she's like breaking down and she's trying to tell people like this is what's been going on he was like why why are you lying why are you lying and then finally he admits it at the very last episode of that season so and he's like saying like with Rachel coming back and she like killed it like for this charter the charter that she didn't really want to do um he's like well I don't forgive her you know in his confessionals like I don't I don't think she should be here and he doesn't even want to look at her and blah 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 but people are like like someone tweeted and I think it's really true Eddie we are all aware of what Rachel did and we still haven't forgotten about Rocky the name of the girl he was sleeping with so let's chill with the holier than thou attitude (laughs) (laughs) anyway anyway I'm just feeling people who can just, like, <coughs> tell off trolls right now, and Rachel is doing it on the daily. It's it's kind of entertaining. Anyway, uh, <coughs> I think you should talk, because I'm, like, fucking dying. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I guess we can just go into The Bachelorette, since next week The Bachelor is about to start. So can we just say that, like... <coughs> Pick the winner. Oh my god! But <laughs> his name is Zach, right? Zach is just I can't believe I just forgot his name. <laughs> Zach is just perfect for Tasha, and I'm excited. Me too. And they just seem genuinely happy, so I hope there'll be a, a successful bachelor story because we all know goddamn well most of them don't end up successful um, especially in the last few se- the last few seasons it was so before Tasha it was um oh god Peter Hannah Colton all three of them are single oh <laughs> shit so and like Colton he the, the girl that he ended up picking she was actually trying to leave um, before the overnight, but he jumped the fence and broke up with all the other girls to be with her. And then they broke up. That ended in like a restraining order story that happened this year. What? Um, yeah. Um, but now there's rumors that they might be back together. I'm not sure. But um, and then there was Hannah. Hannah accidentally she picked, but she definitely picked the wrong guy. She picked the guy that she thought that she was in love some some wannabe country artist and he had a girlfriend the whole time so that is their engagement like a month in um then uh, and then she and then she and then peter became the bachelor the bachelor from her season and um she actually came after her breakup she actually went on to peter's season and tried to get back with him and he peter said come back to the house like come back to the house but I mean, was an old bachelorette going to join the competition again? No. So he ended up picking... So he had two girls at the bottom, Hannah Ann and Madison. And um, Madison said that he she didn't want to be with him because he had had sex already. So he picked Hannah Ann, got engaged to Hannah Ann. A few months later, he decided he's still in love with Madison, breaks up with Hannah Ann, gets together, and then gets back together with Madison and then him and Madison break up. So Wow. That's that happened. That's a that's a roller coaster of a that happened. That but happened. Next week <laughs> is the first black 
male lead of the Bachelor franchise, but he's never been. The only reason I think the, I think the reason I'm most excited is because we don't know him. He was supposed to be on Claire season, but when the pandemic happened and they had to postpone filming, they had released all of the guys right after filming. Oh. And I don't know why. I don't know why they, they no, I, and it was it was all that controversy when why has there only been one black lead in the Bachelor franchise? Like what's going on? Oh, so they yeah. ended up giving it to Matt James. So now he'll be the um, now he'll be the Bachelor. But like I said, he's never been on TV as any form of um, batch. Like he's never been a contestant or anything. So I think that'll be interesting because we we actually we don't really have a sense of who he is. We have to get to know him. So is along this, with the other girl. So does that mean that for the next Bachelor, it's going to be someone from Tasha's season? Like it could be Ivan. See, see, see. No, it could be. But here's the thing. So now, so now it's the Bachelor. So it's already Matt James. So then they're going to pick a girl. They're either going to pick oh. a to be the Bachelorette next. They're either going to pick a girl from Matt season, or they can pick a girl from anywhere else. I mean, hell, they might not even, because they went this way, they might not even pick someone from the franchise. Because technically, Matt James hadn't been in the franchise yet. So, there's really no way of knowing what they're going to do. I think that they're trying, I don't know how old Matt James is, but I know with Claire, they were trying to make the point of having someone older. Because having 24-year-old bachelor and bachelorettes looking for love is just like, (laughs) <laughs> Those relationships aren't working, right? <laughs> Clearly, I think Hannah was twenty four. Hannah was Hannah Bay was twenty four. Even though she was a great bachelorette, we see how her season ended, and part of it is because I and, I, and part of it has to be because of her fucking age. Tasha was a little older. Okay, yeah. So that I mean, Claire. I mean, well, we see how that ended, but I mean, Claire and Phil, Claire's engaged, and it seems like they're together, and they're going to be together. That's so true. Yeah. can't say that was a fa- We can't say Claire's. That was a fail yet, but all the other bachelor, like the past, the few, the last few have been like really young. So they're trying to, people don't like that anymore because it's more of, you can't tell the difference between someone that's just there for fame or someone that's genuinely there for love and want to get married and want to have a family and all that stuff. So I don't know. Let me see how old my James is because I'm really not sure. I really think they just picked him because he is what? To be honest. Which, I mean, it's fine. I mean, yeah, I honestly. Pers- oh, he's 29. I personally, oh. I, so I guess it's a little older. That's a good Personally, there is a, there was someone that I would have liked to see as The Bachelor that was in the franchise. His name is Mike Johnson. Oh. I mean, I would have auditioned for Mike Johnson, just saying. <laughs> but um, I wish they would have chosen him, but they didn't. And so hopefully they, may- I mean, from the preview, it seemed like they made a pretty nice decision. I mean, at least he's good to look at, too. So that helps. Yeah. And the girls seem fucking crazy. But actually, I think it'll be funny. So, a little side note. Um, my girl, um, Diana, said that she would be on the podcast. Oh. So maybe our podcast can be Bachelor theme. So we can go into next season. Ooh. You know? Yeah. So that would be fun. Love it. I wanted to tell you that. I love that. Oh, that would be so fun. Yay. So. That that sounds great. Um, But besides that, I don't know. So where else are, oh God. What? What? 
Well, you know, you guys know I've been watching Real Housewives of New York. <laughs> Whew, I just got on the season 10. Like, I think I'm still on episode 1 of season 10. I think I, right before you called, I'm like dead in the middle. But baby, season 9, what a shit show. <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm like literally, like I'm like looking it up again because I want to see... So season nine, let's see, season nine, Roni. Okay, yep. All right, I see, I see. Okay, this is the Carol season. This is the. Okay, oh wow. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what did you think about? What did you think about? This it? is the season when, um, <laughs> this is, you know. When Luann married Tom and Bethany told her that he was cheating and like she said she got more mad about the fact that Bethany told her that he was cheating and not at the fact that her fiance was cheating. Um, Luann lives in a very, I, I would love to know how her brain functions. How It's like, it's like a ball of gas in her head. She lives in, like, la-la fucking land, and I don't understand it. It's like, to be that delusional to everything, I, it, it, it might be, she might have had the best 2020 ever because she doesn't live in this reality. She's not on this planet with us. She's on a whole nother fucking level. So she probably had the best 2020 of her fucking life while we all sucked and cried every goddamn day and ate Reese's, Okay. I don't know. Oh my god. So maybe she's doing everything right and we're wrong. I don't know. But there's just something about this woman. Oh, and then Ramona. She's a she's a sociopath. Okay? She's dead <laughs> behind the eye. She was having she was full on having conversation having a conversation with Sonia, talking about how she loves Bethany and how she really respects her and how she wants to be her friend. And then as soon as she saw Bethany, it was like she had a mission for murder, and Bethany was a target. <laughs> and she just had to, she just had to unleash. It made girl, and then, and then right after, oh no, I think Bethany and I are making great progress. You just told her that you hated her. <laughs> what? Well, and like she's delusional. I, I wasn't that the up. That was the season two where she season. Well, actually, no, I'm thinking of season ten. Have you gotten through season ten, or you, you're watching? It? No, I'm on the first episode, so <laughs> oh, okay. I'll probably get through it today. Oh, okay, okay, but I won't. I, <laughs> I have won't, nothing for this. So I will probably get through it today. I won't spoil it then. But holy shit! Like Ramona does some things in season ten to Bethany that really bothered me, and um, <laughs> well. And I'll be curious to know what you're going to say about it because, yeah. <coughs> My God. Um, season season 10 is... I don't know how much you know about, like, Bethany outside of, like, what you've seen. Like, do you know, like, anything else that you haven't already seen on Roni? Like, um, like anything that's been going on? Otherwise, I'm just, I'm just going to leave it for you. But, <laughs> but, yeah, well... I don't know. Well, but I've been told that... Luann just gets worse. So <laughs> I'm excited she... about that. I fucking guess. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, oh, well. She, I think her peak worst season is season, is it possible 11? The one where they go to fucking 
Let me just see. Let me just see. Is that the Miami? I saw that. Yeah, scene. yeah. That's I okay. saw that too. Okay, that's because that season. that scene with Bethany and Luann in Miami is what made me want to watch it. <laughs> Isn't it? Because the I was like, oh. whoa, this is intense. Let me watch. This is so that that scene is what made me go back and like, okay, let's just see. I watched that season specifically. For that scene. <laughs> oh my, well, yeah, that was, like, one of the best, I think that was one of the best episodes of, like, any franchise on reality television. There's just so many things about Luann. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bethany I was talking about a fucking pinata. <laughs> Luann walks up to her and says, if you're going to talk about me, I am leaving. Bethany said, we're talking about a fucking pinata. Uh, you can leave. You can leave. She was like, go buy you and leave. Go. You I fucking love Bethany. You because Bethany don't give a fuck, okay? She doesn't. Dorinda lives in Luann's ass. <laughs> it's like she's so far up there. She can, pro- she can probably, I don't even know if it connects, but she can probably reach her uterus. That's how far she is up there. <sighs> I mean, I don't know. She might even see her throat. Who the fuck knows? Because I've never met a woman more obsessed. Like, I'm like, would you just get off her ass? And then she had the nerve to talk about how Ramona was on Bethany's ass in season nine. Yes, she was. But so were you up Luann's ass. Okay? You really live up there. She has a residence. She's a tenant. Like, everything. Okay? She signs a yearly lease. Everything. Okay? She just lives up there. She resides. She probably has, like, a California king bed wedged up there, and she's just resting. Okay, also, I realized Dorinda is... She's just resting. Catholic. Right. Very proof. And from season 11, I would not think that, but apparently Dorinda said anal sex is unacceptable. Anal sex, there's no... It's inexcusable. Yeah, she did <laughs> Like, there's no that. way... There's no reason you should be up there. Like, yeah. how... Don't judge other people for their fun because you just want to lay there and get fucked. Oh my Shut god! Shut up! Oh my god. As you're saying this, I've actually I like opened up an article just to kind of like remember some of the episodes, and it's a picture of Dorinda, who looks not well, bitch, and she's making the, <laughs> she's she's making the clip the clip like hand thing. She's like oh the clip 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 clip. clip. <laughs> If I had seen that season before I stopped working at the daycare center, I would have used that on my kids. Oh, my God. I would have clip. clipped their asses. Clip. Clip. Oh. God. What a waste. Now I'm working with to- a toddler and an infant. They're not going to fucking understand. But anyway. Oh, well, shit. I just lost my train of thought. Where was I? Okay. Where else do I have? Dorinda lives on. First of all, my father was cracking the fuck up at Bethany, which was... <laughs> the funniest thing to me it was Ramona and Beth they were all at dinner and um Bethany uh Ramona started talking about Bethany's um soft porn video or whatever (laughs) yeah and she was talking about how um she was asking her like had anyone in her daughter's school her six-year-old daughter's school her six-year-old daughter's school went up to her and talked about it as if she wanted to like get her like you have this shit going on yeah and Bethany goes yeah, I mean Diane Sawyer. Diane Sawyer went up there personally and um, interviewed her. <laughs> I know, I love it. She's Bethany yes. is the best, and she thinks of this shit on the spot, people. That's why yeah. I love. It's like so fast. Honestly, imagine a fight 
<laughs> with imagine this fight. It's Bethany and Sassy versus Luann and Sheena. Oh my god. Oh my god, the memes. Oh my god. The tweets. That if oh, that would be epic because that <sighs> I love you know I love Sheena. Y'all know I love Sheena. Yeah. But Sheena has her moments. And Luann season nine is Sheena season five where everything was my husband. I'm so glad I'm married. I'm so glad I have a husband and y'all were divorced within a few years, but you know what? I'm going to, that's neither here nor there. She's very happy and having a baby and all that great stuff. So anyway, (laughs) then we entered Tinsley who I had no idea based on season 11, how they treated Tinsley. I would not have known that I would not have guessed that Sonya and Tinsley were friends first because Sonya, Treats Tinsley like the fucking help. I know. I know. And I hate it here. I know. It's it's it gets it gets better. It's like that those videos where everyone's like, it gets better. It does get better because Sonia finally, I think, comes around and you know realizes she's not her mom. She never will be, and she also is just being way too up in her business. But like seeing that season with Sonia constantly riding Tinsley was so uncomfortable for me because I love Sonia. I really like, I've, I've never, I've not actually always loved Sonia. Like, I think my favorite season of hers was probably season 11. Uh-huh. But the season, season nine, where she's, where it's the one where Tinsley moves in with her, right? That's the season. Yeah. Yeah, that was, oh, it was just like, Sonia, you were being, you're just, you seem like a, you know, like she's Cinderella and you're the, wicked stepmother like just leave her alone you know it just felt like she was like maybe kind of a little bit jelly about her attention and that she got on the show but also it was like Sonia you brought her on the show like what did you think was gonna happen like I don't know it just seems like Sonia also just is a little bit you know she's a little out there as well I don't really know what the proper term it's yeah, no, she definitely, she, she, just, she, she definitely lives in cotton candy land. She's in her own. Um, and like, she <coughs> had, her teeth are made out of marshmallows Jeez. and she likes glitter <laughs> and like, everything is just, yeah. Like I, I will say too that I also was more on Bethany's side about, I mean, I think Sonia wasn't necessarily maliciously doing the tipsy girl thing, but come on, tipsy girl and skinny girl are very similar. So right. I was on Bethany's side. I will say I did love the scene, the iconic scene when Luann falls in the bushes because she's wasted. And let, <laughs> and let's just be real. It's like after the season where she, you know, really messes up, because um, after it's after she's been in jail and all that stuff season 11 and then she comes back where she's drinking again I'm like okay I don't want to encourage people to revert back to a habit that might be an addiction but Luann I will just say is a lot more pleasant to be around when she's allowed to drink I'm not saying when she's wasted I'm saying when she is able to have a couple sips now and then because like her the difference between her in season 11 and season 12 was like I was just like, oh my god, like when she finally, is it season 12? No. Was it the season where she's drinking again? After season, she, tw- uh, season 12. Season 12, yeah. That's I, with Leah, right? Yeah, season that's 12. right, that's right. Season, yeah, season 12 is like, I think, Luann's kind of redemption season. Because yeah, leading up to that, she just becomes more and more like selfish and just like all about her. And 
I'm like, Jesus She's the countess and everything of the husband. Shut yeah. up. I know. She also complained about not having a nice room on the girl's trip because oh. she just got married. So she should have the nice room because she took time away from her husband and they just got married. Uh, and, you know, she should have the nice room because she just got married. And even though she didn't invite none of these bitches to her wedding. So why the fuck would I care uh, that you just got married? What the fuck am I looking at? Sorry. Sometimes, sometimes random shit that pops up and like, I think they try to grow us people out. It's like, what am I looking at? It's like some... I don't want it. It looks like a tree that's been cut, but there's some stuff oozing out of it, and it looks like eels. I'm like, why? Why? Okay. Sorry, everyone. Anyways, yeah, Bethany is right that both Luann and Ramona were absolutely ridiculous in their quests to have the best rooms. It was... Like, uncomfortable. Honestly, that whole thing is so... It was uncomfortable. It, it, it's so immature. Like, y'all old as hell. And you running around about a room? I know. Were you going to be too drunk to remember that room anyway the way y'all drink? Like, if I had to say... If I had to say between Ramona and Luann, actually, in season nine, the only thing that really saved Luann for me, like... The biggest thing is the fall. The, the fall in the bushes, I'm sorry, was one of the best things that happened on that show. <laughs> and Ramona, I'm sorry, the room thing was so, so obnoxious. I don't even understand what that's all about. Like, do you think it's because they, um, do you think it's because they want, they just want the nicest room? Or do you think it's a little bit because they want to be, they're thinking about filming and they're thinking about like status or something. Does that? No, okay. I think, I think they want the nicest room. I think they want the nicest room because they want that power. They, I feel like they purposefully go. Cause if you, if you were really worried about the room, you would make sure you were the first person there. You're the first person in the house every fucking time. Right. If you really wanted a nice ass room. Right. I think they just want that whole, if they bitch about it, someone's going to do what they want God. and then they're going to have the power. That's Honestly, crazy. me, if I found, I found my room, I'm not fucking moving. I don't care if you cry about it all night. You can sleep on the fucking floor because I'm sleeping on the bed. Per, I don't even care. Who cares? You're on vacation. You're going to be drinking. Who cares about a room? Right. Yeah. If we're even going to, I don't even want to sleep. Like, are you kidding me? No. It's just. I don't even want to sleep. I know, right? Like, I, I think I also would be like, I don't even really want the nicest room because I think it makes it would make me feel bad almost like why do I get the nicest room why do I get the room with like the jacuzzi or whatever you know like it, and, and if you did if, if I did get the nicest room I'd be like everybody have a party in my room <laughs> like why, right. why do you want to just be in there by yourself with the nicest room I don't know I've, just, I've never in my life cared about uh, oh I, w- I want the, I want the room to where I'm going to be by myself that's it. That's the only requirement. I don't want to share a room on vacation. That's it. If I have to share a room, I'm not going to bitch about it. I'm not going to cry about it. I'm not going to throw fits and throw my luggage or whatever. But I would like to room alone. That's the only thing I would ever ask. If it can't happen, guess what? It can't fucking happen. At least we're on vacation. Why am I bitching about it? <laughs> and now that I think about it, I feel like every time that I've seen someone basically just like... um kind of like overthrow the natural 
selection of things of how people just got their rooms where they just take over basically because they want it has never really looked good to me like there was one time on below deck when I think his name was Trevor he promptly got fired shortly after because he was just he he sucked and he was like obnoxious <laughs> but he like was rooming with one of the guy, other guys Nico but he was lead deckhand or whatever so Trevor Nico had gotten there first so he like put his stuff on the top bunk he was also like way taller than his Trevor kid which so it kind of made sense and because there's more space above or whatever and Trevor just like was like well I'm lead deckhand so and he just like took his shit and like threw it like switched it around and that immediately looked really bad and also just like started off all the drama but I'm thinking also of like injured on Jersey Shore like um They've usually done it pretty democratically where it's like you have to just get there first. That's that's just the way it is. Like no one just right. gets priority, but I feel like there was a time when Sammy because it was Sammy and Ron together, she was like, "Well, we're together, so we should have, you know, the That's when they went and got for some reason they wanted the room upstairs in yeah, the Jersey Shore house. That's right. And I know that cuz I just rewatched that season. Oh my god. And they went and, and they were a couple, but they decided to sleep in a room with three beds, right? Which didn't make any which sense. Which didn't make any sense, right? That that's right. That's right. And so, and that that looked bad too. I think so. It's just poor. Yeah, it's and just... that led to Paulie, Vinny, and um, oh god, Angelina. Oh god, oh god. Wasn't Angelina? No, no. Paulie, Vinny, and Mike wanted that room. Oh, that's right. Upstairs. Yeah, that makes and that would have made sense because they were the three yeah. single guys. But Mike had Mike was just up there because they decided to have that room. Mike had to be in the room with the couple. I think they just wanted that room because they knew Jenny and Snooky and Dina would want that room. So you they want because they wanted that room because when Sammy was up there, Sammy before Mike even got there, Sammy was up there just sitting in the room and then Jay Wow ran upstairs hoping to get the room and then she saw Sammy and it was like ha that's right. my room got here first that's right and they were already kind of like not on good terms yeah right they had fought that I they, think they fought that same night oh my god see it just it looks bad people it's poor form yeah exactly and like why why would they want the room with three beds <laughs> they're just gonna be up there fighting and fucking anyway <laughs> that's all Ronnie and Sam did um Unfortunate. Unfortunate. Uh, right. So, well, I, I'm with you on Bethany being just reality TV gold. And, you know, Ramona is, she's reality TV gold because she's so, she's, because no, she's, she's great for reality she's TV. She's so bizarre. I'm not going to say that I want her to be gone. No. Like, but she's, she's great for reality TV. But, but she's right. just a monster. <laughs> When she stares off into space, sometimes it's like, what is going on there? What's what are you thinking about? Like, what? Right, and she'll be like, she'll be just like this. I'm gonna say it because you guys can't see me. I'm gonna say it in my voice, right? She'll be like, it's quiet, right? This is her interview look. I'm Ramona. I really care about Bethany so much. You know, she's such a nice, a nice, beautiful, beautiful girl. And her dress that she wore tonight, fabulous. There's like it's so monotone. Like there's no, like there's nothing behind. There's no feeling behind it. And she's just like, yeah. 
she has. Wow, been. Bethany. Wow. Wow, Bethany. Wow. That's it. Wow, Bethany. Wow. She That's had, it. I had to say it how her eyes look. So I said it that Jesus way. Jesus Christ. Ramona, for me, redeems herself when she recognizes that someone's getting kind of like ganged up on and she kind of comes to their. Like, I think she kind of came to Leah's defense a couple times the last season and I think she sticks up for. I mean, she, they're all kind of mean to Tinsley in the beginning. And not Bethany, uh-huh. I feel. But, like, I think most of them were kind of, like... But, um, but Ramona, I think, at some point kind of, like, sticks up for Tinsley. Or she's trying to be... Well, I don't know. I don't know if I'm remembering this right. Because, actually, now that I think about it, I think she was kind of being mean to her, too. But, um, but yeah, Ramona, like, she's just, like, so bizarre. I've never seen anyone like her. <laughs> I think that's why I like seeing her on TV. But um, let's be honest, all of them are pretty iconic in their own in their own way. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say too. Well, we don't have to stop talking about Roni, but briefly, <coughs> just glancing at my notes, Monique on Real Housewives of Potomac. Huh is I'm gone. So and I and I did watch some episodes. I didn't finish it the last season, but I started it just to get an idea of what's going on. And um I saw at least enough to understand why Monique should not be gone. <laughs> like she's so she's such a great I mean arguably she's, I'm no longer watching it now. Well I was like I, I kinda almost wanted to say she's arguably like the most watchable one because she right. she's like she's like the re, you know she's kind of resembles or not resembles emb- embodies that's the word I'm looking for she kind of embodies the like reality you know cast members that I always kind of root for where they they're the ones where like they maybe they'll make a mistake or they you know I don't remember what the conflict was but she ended up apologizing they always have a comeback story yeah they apo- she apologized it's- you yeah. you ban- it, it, it's the, the saying is true. Whenever you target one specific person, that's going to give them more fans. It's you know true. what I'm saying? That's going to give them more of a. That's going to give them more supporters than anything else. Yes. So it's like we all watch. Like we all watched her fuck up. Yes. Yeah. But we all watched her admit that she was wrong. Yes. And come back from that. Yes. And now it's like, man, there was a now I. I I never watched I've never seen another season besides this last season. And I haven't even watched the entire season, but I've seen most of the episodes and then I saw some clips of the reunion. But someone posted the um the first time Monique came on for uh, came on the show and she had she was doing a sit down with the girls and Giselle was being a bitch to her, like giving her a like, third degree, questioning her about like everything whatever, and she had asked her, like, Monique was saying how she was looking for a house and all that kind of stuff, and Giselle goes, well, you don't have a home? As, like, in a judgment way, Monique goes, I have four homes. Bitch, period. Period. <laughs> and that's already, and it was the way she just said it and sat back, like, yeah, I know you're trying to get me, but you're not gonna get me. Right. You can't get me. <laughs> so, it sucks. I, I, I don't, I don't, Mm, I, I don't think I'm gonna watch anymore. Yeah. I don't think I'm gonna even attempt to catch up on it now I was gonna say, because yeah. Did you... I only liked Monique. So you didn't watch the reunion that everyone's been talking about? No, okay. I saw majority of it though. Oh, okay. So do you? 
I mean, I know it's kind of like treacherous waters to, to say anything bad about, you know, Daddy Cohen. <laughs> he was being very hard. But yeah, but I think I've heard a lot of people, I've not seen it, so I can't really say, but I, a lot of people are like basically like railing they're, him for the Yeah, for they're how. over him. It, it seems as though, I feel like, I don't, I don't know if I go this way on like when he's doing like the Vanderpump Rules reunions, uh-huh. but even watching um, Roni now, I definitely see, um, I definitely see a sense where he does pick sides with the housewives, in my opinion. Yeah, he does. So and I don't, I, I don't think, I don't see that. I think everybody gets love from Vanderpump Rules and everybody gets shit from him on Vanderpump Rules. I don't, and I think it just, and, and, but the thing with, I, mean, I think the difference between Real Housewives and Vanderpump Rules is there's, there's usually, like everybody has their fucked up moments on Vanderpump Rules, but there's usually one main villain, right? Yeah. On, on the Housewives, it can bounce every other episode. True. So, and they hold on to things a lot differently, I feel, than they do on Pump. So... He's definitely so. There's definitely like more, not more drama, but more, more people to come at on Housewives, and I feel like he does for sure pick a side in that sense. Right. Like I wonder if he feels, you know, a little bit more like. Um... And he obviously feels more of a different, a different level to them because. Think about it. His baby shower. Nobody from Vanderpump Rules or like Summer House or any of the other shows were invited. It was just the housewives. Right. So clearly, there's a there's a there's more of a foundation. Right. I mean, I think like also he's the produ- the executive producer of like I don't know of all of them, but I know he is for Roni for sure. So I wonder if uh-huh. he's also just like um, you know, different from other shows where he's not quite as involved. It's like he maybe just gets closer to them or something, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I've just seen a lot of stuff about, well, there was actually someone who posted like a whole, like some people thought it was like a conspiracy theory slash like just a bunch of like, you know, something that wasn't true, but I saw just scrolling. Someone had posted something about how apparently Monique was made during the reunion stuff was made to stay in like a separate hotel from everyone else and like something about like something about that I should find it um and some people were like well that doesn't make any sense blah 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 blah. um let me just see where I can find this and something about like Giselle and Monique was placed in a separate hotel than the rest of the cast and she found out from Karen when Karen wanted to hang out she had to pay for her own room to stay at the same hotel as the other cast members Monique said that after the Instagram live Chris S called Juan and Robin Candace and Chris and even Karen and Ray to apologize for his comments and send apologies to Giselle as well Robin acknowledged it at the reunion um I don't know, it's like, I don't really know exactly, I mean, it sounds just sort of like, okay, so it says, she, Mo, says she, Monique called production and asked why she was placed separately, and they gave her a bunch of runaround answers and excuses. She said that one of the excuses was Tishala, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, not being allowed 
But she knew something was up because she never mentioned T'Challa was coming, and... I don't know. Then they continue somewhere. After she booked the hotel that the others were staying at, the, the people at the hotel gave her no grief about bringing T'Challa at the hotel. So it just, it just sounds like there's, like, a whole sort of, like, backstory that, mm-hmm. that sounds like production was it. But this is also just some coming from someone in... Some people, of course, are like, oh, that totally sounds true. Some people are like, that totally sounds not true. So, and I don't know a lot of the, you know, I don't know enough about it. But, I mean, just saying, it doesn't look good if it's true. Right. And, honestly, I believe it. And, honestly, they fucked up. Oh. They fucked up. Whether they let Monique go, it was her decision, whatever the case is. Yeah. It's a disservice that she won't be on the next season. And I truly believe that. Well, and that's all I have to say because now I won't even be continuing it. So I will just continue with my Roni. And then after it's over, maybe I'll pick another <laughs> franchise. Watch. Who knows? Well. But yeah, Potomac is now dead to me. A, what the sh- fuck is Potomac anyway? <laughs> so like, you know. <laughs> It's a shame. A lot of people are hating on Giselle, too, and um, I've never gotten a great vibe from her, I have to say. Me either. She's like, it's just like the, you know, right? And I feel like... Just in the, look in, at her. I feel like in the Bravo, on the Bravo network, you know who's going to be the villains. You know who you're not going to like, right? Yeah. So it's like, once you feel that vibe, you know it's legit. Right. Even if it takes... Even if it takes episodes or seasons for that part that person to come out you know <laughs> so i knew with giselle i knew with luann <laughs> i knew with Mona. come on they've all got kind of those you know villain eyebrows <laughs> like and they're all dead behind the eyes dead behind the eye. i mean yeah let's just let's not talk about like obviously you can't really I can't really truly say, like, oh, I just look. It's their vibe. Like, their vibe. Yeah. It's their vibe. I'm it's the vibe. The vibe. I, I, I know a vibe, okay? Right. I know you're going to like somebody long term. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like that's so important. Like, you should, everyone should, if they haven't already mastered that coming into this new year, because <laughs> at this point, everyone should know stop wasting your time. <laughs> Stop wasting your own time. If you feel a vibe from someone that is off, it is probably legit. Don't even waste your time going into it. You know what I'm saying? Life is too fucking short. Okay? That's the only advice I have leading into 2021. Just listen to your gut. Because your gut is never wrong. I don't think I've ever been wrong about anyone. Even if I even if I felt the vibe, got over it, became friends with them, <laughs> something ha- we're not friends anymore <laughs> because my vibe was never off. I just wasn't listening to my gut, like, and that's where you fuck up. Yeah, you're like, and and sometimes it's because, and I don't think it's wrong to like give people a chance and say, okay, well, no, absolutely not. But deep down, I mean, just know you're probably right. <laughs> right, and I feel like you're in a way betraying yourself. So why even? Like, damn, I let you. I let you into. It's like, 
Oh my God, there's this quote about a snake, okay? There's a quote about a woman and a snake, and I'm going to try to find it, but I'm going to just talk about it. <laughs> and it was like, this woman, she found this. Oh, actually, I know exactly what it says. She, what it says. It, it, this woman, she found a snake. It was injured. She, He was like on the fucking deathbed, and she like, he, like, and she like um, comforted him and healed him, basically, right? Yeah. So, to bring him back. You know, she saved his life. And then in the end, he ended up biting her. He was a poisonous snake, and he ended up biting her. Right. And on her deathbed, she said, why did you bite me? And he said, you knew I was a snake when you picked me up. That? Oh, my God. Everyone, just listen to that. Put that on repeat. Timestamp this. And whenever you feel this vibe, you listen to this, and you just, I told you so. Okay? (laughs) You knew there was a snake before you picked him up. Don't fucking pick them up. This is this is so funny that you're telling this story because it is pretty much the same like lesson or moral as the story of the scorpion and the frog, which if you guys any of you guys watch Jersey Shore Family Vacation, Mike the situation tried to tell this story and he totally fucked it up and it was hilarious. <laughs> it was Not hilarious. Surprised. Yeah, it was so funny. Like totally messed it up. I. He was talking about like how much the rides cost. There's no there's no money involved. Okay, that's not the point of the story. The point of the story <laughs> is that the the scorpion asks the frog to give him a ride across the pond, and the frog's like, "But you're just gonna sting me." And he's like, "No, I'm not gonna sting you." And obviously, but in this story, the scorpion dies too. Like the frog is halfway across, and the scorpion stings him, and then they both drown. So it's pretty much the same story though to say. It's just, that's just his nature. That's just their nature. Sometimes people are just gonna, they're just gonna do that. Um, And I've had some people in my life that I really fought hard to, like, not believe a lot of people trying to tell me that they were scorpions or snakes. And I'm, like, defending them with my life. And then I'm like, okay, fuck. They were right. So, and I don't don't want, I don't want, I don't want to have to tell somebody they were right. I don't. I want to be yeah. the right one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Maybe that's vain, but it's true. I want to be the one. And it's like, you know what? You are right. I'm like, I know. I'm always right. I, you know, I don't know what it is. I think I've given, I think I just, I think my nature is totally like the frog. Like, Maybe a part of me likes to be stung or something because for some reason I almost feel like I enjoy telling people they're right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Like, you were See, right. That's, you no. were right. Yeah, exactly. And that's not cool. You don't need to it's be... It's okay. Like, things we're going to work on in 2021. Things we're going to work on. Oh, yeah, that's right. We should wrap it up with our New Year's resolutions, which I didn't plan ahead. So this is just going to be off the top of our heads. Well, mine, too. That damn sure don't have one. I never have one because I never... When I used to have it, it never... <laughs> it never... I go maybe a day. <laughs> I know. Practicing it. I mean, I don't. I don't even try to do the things of like I'm gonna eat chocolate like only once a week. Like, no, that's not. I'm we're gonna not. eat healthy. I'm gonna have make sure I have spinach with every meal, and I'm gonna drink <laughs> only water with lemon. <laughs> Honestly, water with lemon sucks ass. Okay, I'd rather die. But anyway, I actually. Well, it must be the Asian in me. I definitely enjoy myself a good hot water with lemon and honey. If I'm like, well, like I am now. Um, but I get it. I get it. You know, it's, 
it's not the first thing you want to drink when you're just thinking, like, I would love something really tasty to drink. It's it's probably not right. going to be hot water. It's lemon. I'd but... rather just drink water. <laughs> I'd rather just... Um, okay. I guess I am going to... Well, none of mine are going to involve restrictions on food. <laughs> right. Check that. Okay, after 2020, I'm going to eat whatever the fuck I want. Actually, I'm going to order food right now. <laughs> Um, well, actually, okay. Okay, let's just come up with, like, three each. Three each. And three resolutions? Okay. Three. Go ahead, you go first. That's a pretty good number, right? Yeah, I guess. I'm going to figure it out. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Okay, well, three. I'm going to um, keep better track this year of, like, my, my budget, my spending. I want to, like, get on top of that shit. I want to be, like the master of my domain and just like maximize my, you know, my finances. I want to be on top of that. I want to like fucking do some cool shit this year. So that's number one. Okay. And I've already kind of started. I've started to try and do, I'm not doing like spreadsheets or anything like that, but I'm like, like, <laughs> I'm, like I'm like making notes of like what I'm spending and keeping track. I mean like, oh shit, like, you know, you spent like more than you did last week or something like that. Just little things where I'm trying to keep track of that because sometimes I don't keep track and I think I've I've realized that I think it's more like when I don't keep track it's because I just don't want to know. <laughs> and that's not really good. I feel that. You know, I'm like, that's not good. Why don't check my bank account all the time? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like it's like, no, Beth Ann, like you wanna know. You wanna know. So I'm doing that. And then um yeah, for example, exactly. Like, I forced myself to start checking my bank account more often. Like, also because I'm like, you know, yeah, sometimes it's painful, but also you can catch, like, when shit's, like, not charged right or whatever. Um, right. Just, but, but I, but yeah, exactly the same thing. Like, you know, when I'm not wanting to know, not looking at my bank account also is part of that. And so I'm trying to It's kind of like, don't look at the scale. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you won't know. If you, don't look, if you don't look at the scale, then you won't know. <laughs> exactly. Um, number two. Okay, guys. I did invest in one, one big um, splurge for myself this year. And I got myself a fucking treadmill because I realized that I... Okay, what I did was I did look at the scale, okay? I looked at the fucking scale. I was like, holy shit. Like, I just, I don't think I really weigh myself. I'm not someone who's always, like, looking at how much I weigh because I don't, I know it doesn't even really mean, you know, necessarily good or bad things because your muscle weighs more than your fat, blah, 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 blah. But I was, I was kind of like, oh, well, okay. I've kind of definitely put on some COVID weight, pandemic weight. So I got a treadmill. So I'm trying to walk, like, as if I was, like, you know, living somewhere where I just walked all the time. Like, when I used to live in Italy, you walk everywhere. And I'm realizing, actually, just walking, okay, because I'm not really a runner. I, I have run in the past, but I'm not a, I don't like it, okay? <laughs> so I've just been, like, walking my ass off, and I'm like, you actually burn a lot of calories when you walk. I didn't know, and now I do. And I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense why I was so skinny in Italy, because I walked by my ass everywhere, and now I know. And then, so walking more, even though, you know, in real life, like, outside of Minnesota right now, it's really fucking cold. That's why I had to get a treadmill, because you can't walk anywhere. And three, God, three 
I think is going to be I'm going to um, I'm going to try and put out my album, which I haven't. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to put it out. I think it's probably going to be this summer, but that's another big one. So there's my three. Yay, that's exciting. (laughs) exciting. I love it. You guys heard it here first. Wow. All ten of Uh, you. All ten of you. (laughs) Just kidding. We actually have more than ten listeners. Can you believe it? I know, right? That's crazy. For... Mm. For my three, um, I think okay. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off you and say I want to save more money. Okay. I finally have. I finally. I just found a new job, guys. And things oh. are going really freaking well. Woo! So now I'm in the position where I can save more money. So that's great. Cause fuck corporate. I'm out of that hell. Um, <laughs> Andrew boss like and, Vanderpump Rules. And my boss like Vanderpump Rules, and she curses like a storm. It's like. They were they were made for me, so yeah. There's that. Um, then literally yesterday, I I did like my first three days this week, and then obviously they gave me today and tomorrow off. And that when they he was handing me my pay, he's like, "You come back, right? You like that?" <laughs> I'm like, "I will definitely be back." Imagine I'm like, "Yeah, no, this just didn't work for me, so I'm out." But anyway, um, so I think I want to do that, and I want to. I think I my second one. Cause I will like I would I need a new car. I, my car is she's struggling a little bit, just a little bit. It's just like a couple twi- a couple tweaks to fix her. But I want a new car, so I don't want to invest in a car when I want a new one. So that's mainly why I want to um, save up money. Well, yeah. But um, so there's that number one. Number two, I think. Hmm. 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 I think I want to focus on myself more. I realized in 2020, I focused too much of my time. And I mean, not just in 2020. I mean, my whole life, I focused too much of my time on taking care of other people that I realized I've had a lot of down moments in 2020, but I'm not a lot of people that I felt like I could go to yeah. to help me. It part, and that is part of, that's partly my fault because. I never made that a priority. So if I'm not gonna make a priority for myself, who's gonna why would other people make it a priority if all I am is focused on that? So I think I'm going to just step back and focus on myself. I'm gonna start taking myself out when, you know, when shit opens back up, guys. You know. Yes. When all that's over. Like I wanna take myself out to the movies. I wanna take myself I wanna do like staycations. Yeah. By myself. Like, you know, just spend time with myself because obviously everything everything good starts within yourself yeah so like that's so cheesy oh no but you know yeah so (laughs) i think i'm just going to focus on that because i put up i put way too many people in my life ahead of me and i don't have a lot of and i don't ever leave enough room for myself so i'm going to if i dedicated as much time to myself as I dedicated to the people in my life, <laughs> I would be the happiest fucking person on the planet. So yes. I'm just gonna focus on that. You have um, to. You have to treat yourself. Treat yourself. Yes. Treat yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think and part of that is just not going out. Sometimes I don't want to hang out with my friends and I just force myself 
to go because they really want it. And for, for, from now on, if I don't want to go, I'm not going to go. And I'm going to sit in the house and I'm going to watch Roni. That is a motherfucking fact, okay? Yeah. And uh, I, love I it. think the third one, fuck, I don't know. I think I have to, when I'm feeling an emotion, like an emotion that's not anger or happiness, like a like more of like a vulnerable thing, I don't say it. And because of that, it, co- it also kind of piggybacks off my second resolution. Because of that, people, I feel like people aren't considerate of my feelings because I'm so secretive with it. So I think I want to be more open because then maybe I won't be as, mm, I'm trying to see. I I don't want to say, I'm trying to find the right word. My feelings won't be as discounted. Yeah. Because I feel like my feelings are discounted a lot because because you do. I do have such a tough exterior where I do handle everything that I'm going through alone. Yeah, that's a really good... You know what I'm saying? Yes, I absolutely do. I'm totally the same. I think that's a really good, um, that's a really good way to put it. Because people like, people who have trouble, you know, basically asking for help is actually also kind of like, you know, right. like, just like not even necessarily asking for help, but just saying like, kind of like, I'm struggling with this, or this, this is bothering me, this is pissing me off. Right. You know, um, but yeah, I think that's good advice for everyone because it's really hard to just keep everything to yourself and get through every single emotion on your own. Yeah. Like I swear by therapy. Like I I seriously, you know. So do I. I used to take therapy and another reason I'm so, I'm such a creature of habit. After I go to somebody and like I feel connected. I can't go, it's hard for me to go to somebody else. I've been going to the same person to do my hair for like 10 years. The same person doing my nails for like five. The same, like the same girl does my eyelashes. Like I'm such a creature of habit. I know. So I was going to therapy and it's the best thing I've ever done. But then my therapist, unfortunately, she had to drop my insurance. So then it became, you know, obviously therapy is hella expensive. Yeah. So I just haven't. And then also, and then it became a time where I didn't even have time to find one where now I think I can actually can find one. So I'm going to, I'm going to just have to bite the bullet and go to someone else because I need it. You know, it's like, I'm going to have to get over the fact that I can't go to her anymore. But I get, I get exactly where you're coming from. I had like a break. I had like, you know, I hadn't really been going to, um, a therapist and then I just kind of like decided like I have to but at first I started with one that I was like mm, I don't really it was you know the one that was on my work um, my work insurance but like you know, yeah. you know how work insurance is actually like pretty much non-existent because they make your deductible like $15,000 or something right. and so I was still paying for it anyway and it was just too expensive so I stopped but then when I left that job, I got different insurance, and actually, it's like, you know, so there, this insurance can cover like therapy, which is Minnesota's where I live, people, if you didn't know. And Minnesota actually has really good like state insurance. So, um, if there's anyone out there in Minnesota that like, if you can get on Minsure, do it because, yeah, like. I think therapy is good for everyone right now. <laughs> it's like everyone, everyone needs therapy. I don't care if you are the happiest person or the saddest person. 
you need therapy. I agree. And I stand by that. I agree. It's not a thing to be ashamed of or to feel like you're... It's yeah. not. No. It normalized people talking about therapy more. Yeah. Like, I loved that Ariana and Carl from Summer House, the one that I actually met and worked with him. He's really cool, guys. He They, like, did, like, <laughs> a, a mental health, um, like, PSA, basically, on Bravo. And I was like, that's so good. I hope Bravo does more with yeah. mental health stuff because so many people watch it. And, like, I feel like, you know, if you watch these shows, you probably could use some therapy. <laughs> Okay, because <laughs> you watch the shows, not only because entertainment, because it it, it it makes you feel like, well, it, either I'm not alone or there's more fucked up people in this life than I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. And then I also know growing up in the black culture, mental illness is not something that is usually talked about. It's actually usually dumbed down. And therapy is not something that's encouraged always. So they're kind of just, it's kind of the mentality like, well, get the fuck over it. So, and I'm not saying that that is directly what, you know, I've had to deal with, but I know that that is a stereotype in the, within the black community. So I know a lot of people that have to deal with that. So if you're out there and someone told you that, fuck them. Because they don't, because they have to live with themselves every day. You have to live with yourself. So you need to do what you need to do so you can live with yourself and be happy. Amen. Amen. Drops the mic. Drops the mic walks away. <laughs> <laughs> Suck a dick. Leave. Bye. Um, right. Well, I think this would be a perfect time to wish you all a very happy new year. Bye, 2020. Get the fuck out of my Get house. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Get out of my house. <laughs> You've overstayed your welcome. The door is right there. I'm sorry. I'm not going to walk you to it because I am sick as fuck from you. Okay. 2020. Um, anyways, yes, I hope you guys all have a great new year. Stay safe. You know. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. And we will see you in the next year. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank God it's over. 20 fucking 20. I can't. Bye. We're almost there. We're a few hours away. Oh, my God.